0: This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. With
1: thanks to the Carlo and Kilkenny Local Enterprise offices for business, financial supports and mentoring services. For more information, see localenterprise.ie.
0: Hello, good evening and welcome to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. I'm Deirdre Drumming, filling in for John Purcell this week and we'll be with you for the next hour. Today is World Book Day, so a great excuse to put down the devices, go out and buy a few books, all while supporting your local bookshops and supporting local. Coming up on the programme today with Local Enterprise Week kicking off next Monday I'll be chatting with Melissa Doyle, Business Advisor with Local Enterprise Office in Carlow and Nora Ryan, owner of Barrow Consultancy and Training about Powerhouse Women in Business Network and an event planned as part of Local Enterprise Week on International Women's Day. Earlier today, Minister Neil Richmond, Minister of State at the Department of Enterprise Trade and Employment was in Kilkenny where he paid a visit to a number of companies throughout the county. Our Adwina Grace was out in a out to bring us more about the visit and 20 questions is back so stay tuned to find out who our latest guest is but first to chat through some of the business issues and stories from the week I'm joined by Brian O'Farrell, CEO of County Carlow Chamber of Commerce. Brian good to, to get to chat to you today I think it was about May of last year when you last joined us on the programme so I'm sure a lot has happened in Carlow for businesses during that period.
2: Well, it has. It's definitely been a very busy period. Um, We've seen a lot of change. You know, companies have uh, seen a lot of different, I suppose, things change economically, locally, and that as well. So it is we're uh, pushing on through it. And, you know, I think that's the one thing that we've always found with businesses across the Southeast and across the country. They're very resilient in a lot of ways, and no matter what challenges they're faced, they... Seem to step up to the mark and really try to address and um, do what they can to overcome them.
0: Yeah, and uh, obviously challenging times, but lots of positives. But. Brian, during the week, I think it was actually just yesterday, Chambers Ireland Chief Executive Ian Talbot was speaking at the Joint en- um Enterprise Trade and Employment Committee and said that the greatest challenge facing small and medium enterprises this year is the lack of available talent, which has been driven by affordable and appropriate housing um, being unavailable across most of the country. Is this something that you would see for your members and in Carlo and beyond?
2: Um, it is something, uh, attracting talent is a challenge for businesses across a wide range of sectors. Um, and it's getting the right people in a lot of cases. We've seen, I, I know there's been a couple of different companies have changed their own direction uh, in some cases because they found it difficult to get people for with a particular expertise that they needed, so they've looked to change the business. Um, but it is a, a, a problem. Now, I know in the South we've spoke uh, for a number of years about, I suppose, a talent drain where we've seen a lot of um, our students once they graduate in the South East have been moving out. And we're hoping that a lot of that will change around now. We've got the University, the Technological University of the South and that should help with that. Um, but further challenges to that, you know, and even as Ian alluded to, and we've lobbied for quite a while on it, and we spoke to Minister McGrath in December when he was uh, down with us in Cairo uh, is the challenge of housing and the lack of uh, housing stock uh, I suppose available currently and also in development uh, and that's a challenge for businesses Um because you know if you get the if you get the right people they need somewhere to live and we want to ensure uh, that you know the South East it is and we know that ourselves it's a great place to live to work to enjoy You know, we've got so much to do. um, So you can get a great work-life balance for individuals, for families. And we want to be able to share that. But it is, without the housing stock being developed, it's a difficult one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And Brian, um, you know, the other story that was making um, the headlines, obviously, this week and was a hot topic was that, of course, of the UK-EU deal the Windsor framework so just to, to touch on that a little bit what are the implications or if there are implications or what do you see as being the issues with um, that from the point of view of local companies and your members there in County Carlow Chamber of Commerce
2: I think it's vitally important you know to, that this that this has moved forward um, because there's been a lot of different I know the Windsor framework in particular affects a lot more to do with trade from the UK directly into Northern Ireland but it does have a lot of an impact as well on um, uh, companies in the south because there's a lot of companies that are trading cross-border and trading in and out of the UK. So the introduction of the green and the red lanes, it will, it should alleviate and take a lot of pressures off. Um, And that should make it a lot easier and a lot smoother and faster, hopefully, for uh, goods to come through. You know, in addition to this, I know even on the agri-food side, that's going to have a lot of changes. Um, and you know the UK has agreed uh, the EU has agreed the UK public health and safety standards will apply um, to food and drink uh, within Northern Ireland so there's a lot of this is going to take a little bit to roll in because there'll be a new labelling phase which will come onto products for sale within Northern Ireland by 2025 and that itself is going to have a further knock on in that it will reduce checks at uh, border level because of the relabelling Um, so that will have you know further benefits uh, and that as well you know we we want to make it as easy as possible to continue to trade uh, with the UK and I think the UK have seen um, over the last kind of year or two that a lot more challenges have come in there um, and I know from ourselves we've been speaking to a number of small local businesses who've had a lot of problems with getting goods in and out of the UK Um, you know a a lot of it seems to be stemming through systems with on post and royal mail um, and that as well where the paperwork is just causing problems Uh, small businesses are being charged that where that shouldn't be applied in a lot of cases even goods that are produced in the UK um, they're having to pay customs duty on them to get the goods released even though goods produced in the UK um, do not um, are not applicable to the customs duty. So there's a lot of small companies out there, you know. And I know of one company in particular. And at one stage they had they were waiting on around about six thousand euro of payments back from on post, okay. where they had to pay to get the goods their goods released because the customers waiting for them. And and this is a problem because it's really impacting small businesses and i would advise any small businesses out there who've been bringing goods in from the uk to have a look back through some of your um uh, invices and reports and see have you been paying duty if not if you have well then have a look at that and see about you know getting that claim back um or get on to us and let us know because we're continuously lobbying about this and uh, we want to hear, you know, from other small businesses.
0: Yeah, but you'd be hoping that the Windsor framework will, um, I suppose, improve relations so that things can move faster and there's less less obstacles going forward.
2: Exactly. You know, we want to make it as smooth and as seamless as possible for all businesses. We want to uh, get back to, I suppose, you know, when you think a couple of years ago, it, it was very straightforward. There was no differences and, you know, since Brexit has brought a lot of challenges but we want to get it as smooth as possible and to make sure that trade opportunities are maximised, that we can continue to grow companies around Carlo and uh, Kenyan and South East. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and Brian, just uh, closer to home here in your own um, initiatives, I had seen your green initiatives and I was interested to learn a little bit more about that. Can you give some insight into that?
2: yeah so i suppose we've always been focusing very much and you know the chamber is where we're very focused to try and work with our members and to help them where possible And one of the things we do every month is we produce a, a green newsletter which is focused in particular on uh, different initiatives supports that are available to help that as well but i suppose we're trying to it's important for businesses to realize that yeah if they're looking at a particular uh, step it's going to make their business greener more sustainable well then, perhaps to somebody out there who has taken that leap already and they can learn and share for that expertise and that's what we're trying to do. So for example, I know we've featured different companies as what they've done. Black Knight, uh, who a lot of people would know based in Cairo, mm-hmm. uh their headquarters are there. They've done a huge amount of uh, work on green energy, with the installation of solar panels, um, which should be generating almost 90% of the office's energy. Uh, Usage come through to the summer months. Um, And it'd be very interesting to see how, you know, that pans out and how the returns are looking on that. Especially with the way the cost of energy is gone. Um, You know, we've been looking at other companies, the CIA, Catering Innovation Agency, very, uh, you know, a locally grown company, again, that have installed kitchens in the likes of Adair Manor. And they've been involved in, uh, the Renn Hotel in Dublin, which is the first carbon neutral hotel in the country, and also they've done a lot of work I know locally in the Pembroke Hotel. Yes. Uh, yeah. But a few you know, and, and and they've been working very hard to uh, help in, in kitchens to get energy efficiency, and especially we know that catering establishments have been very heavily hit with costs. Um, but then we go to the other side of it, where we've the likes of um you know, employing uh, around about eleven hundred people in the county. Um, and they've committed to a three-year plan to remove old and poorly insulated roofing structures and replacing them with state-of-the-art insulated panels, which is having major knock-on benefits. But also, they've introduced a system for cleaning and filtering uh, to reuse hydraulic oils, which has seen okay. a, a lot of a, a major reduction in the amount of hydraulic oil they're using on site. and That as well, and when you consider it, you know they're making. I suppose what you could call the muscles from machines that depend on hydraulic oil, you know and that's just small little bits of what people are doing uh, doesn't matter how company they're custom PC and they're using 100% green electricity and so um, the
0: um, green initiative uh, it's an opportunity for companies to share what's you know working for them in terms of sustainability and obviously cost savings as well um, but they can do that through the chamber
2: Exactly. You know, we're always reaching out to our members to find out what's going on, and then we'll share it out through the network with our newsletter. And it's about sharing that expertise yeah. that, you know, what's happening, because at the end of the day, if you're looking at something that's going to be an investment of 20, 30, 40, 50,000 euro, you know, and, and if somebody out there who's kind of gone through that process already, and that can point you and say, well, hey, listen, look at it this way, or maybe adjust that slightly, this could give you more benefit that's uh, you know worth that investment in itself Um, so that's what we want to try to do is to try and encourage and share Share those benefits and see where people you know can uh, and it is it's what the chamber is all about absolutely uh, working and advancing business together
0: and Brian just very um, briefly there I know you have a couple of events coming up um, so as part of Enterprise Week next week I think on the 10th of March is that correct?
2: Uh, so Friday next week yeah, we're uh, working with the local enterprise office um, so that's uh, part of Enterprise Week and that's the business panel uh, which has been hosted by Anton Savage and that's taking place in the Woodford Dolman Hotel uh, which including the panel at that. we've got Rowena Dooley from the Motors been the Pulder of Flag Lane Marketing Um, we've got Michael Quinn of Robert Quinn Limited Karen from the local enterprise office Um, so that'll be quite an interesting one and that's bookable directly through Cara local enterprise office Um, I know we're also developing a range of events ourselves and actually Linda um, from Flag Lane is delivering an event uh, uh, through the Chamber in the Woodford-Dolman Hotel on the 23rd of March.
0: Okay. Uh, And that can be booked directly that can be booked directly through your own website, can it?
2: Yeah, it's it's directly on the Chamber website and we'll have a range more events added onto the Chamber website as we go on. So,
0: Brilliant. Well, look, unfortunately, that's all we have time for, Brian. Um, so thank you very much for joining us on The Bottom Line today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brian. Good evening. That was Brian O'Farrell there, CEO of Kilkenny, or sorry, County Carlow Chamber of Commerce. And uh, we need to take a quick break now. But coming up after the break, uh, we'll find out who is answering our 20 questions. KCLR The Bottom Line
1: with John Purcell With thanks to the Carlo and Kilkenny Local Enterprise offices For business financial supports and mentoring services For more information, see localenterprise.ie Welcome
0: back to The Bottom Line. Dirdre Drummy here filling in for John Purcell this week. Now, you may remember from last year, we had our monthly feature piece, 20 Questions, the piece that has been designed to get to know an individual outside of their role in business. And it's back. So earlier this week, I sat down with with our latest guest. Have a listen to find out who.
3: Hi, I'm Roisin McQuillan from Bennetts Bridge. I work in Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce as the Administrator and Business Development Officer. Excellent. And Roisin, tell us a bit about where you were born. I was actually born in Wexford Town, uh, something not a lot of people know about me. Uh, But I was born in Wexford Town. Uh, We moved to Kilkenny in 1971 via a couple of years in Clonmel as my dad was working his way up the local government ladder. And tell me a little bit about your family growing up. I have, uh, I have one brother, uh, three sisters, two of whom are twins. Uh, I come uh, either third or fourth, depending on what way you do the twins. Um, so my brother, my twin sisters, myself, and then my younger sister, Patricia. So there were five of us all together growing up with mum and dad. And your education growing up? I am a prez girl all the way presentation in Wexford presentation in Clonmel presentation in Kilkenny uh, then I did my uh, degree in UCD it seems like an awful long time ago now but uh, I did it there and then when I went to live in the UK I actually did an A level in archaeology just to be something just to do something different <laughs> um, what was your first grown up job it was the uh, working in the Pembroke library in Ballsbridge in Dublin as a summer job and who had the greatest influence on your career path it's always a bit of a cliche, but actually it was my parents. There's no doubt about it. Um, my dad in his uh, public service job was always a great example to me, uh, always there with a the listening ear. And um, my mum was always a great advisor as well. Uh, when she was at home bringing up five children, uh, but she was always there with great advice, the two of them. What is your favourite thing about your career? Uh, the funny answer to that is that it's nearly over. <laughs> Because I can see, see retirement coming down the, the lane at some stage in the next couple, few years. Uh, but really, in actual fact, it's the, the diversification of my, my various jobs that I've had over the years. Every single job I've had has been different, um, but all kind of with the same theme of um, management and administration and people management and things like that. And what has been the most important or defining moment in your career? That's a really hard one to answer and I thought about it a lot um, and I'm going to say it was returning home from the UK to Ireland and getting the job in Rothhouse as manager. 2007 Describe your typical working day for me Well again that's a difficult one Uh, the Chamber is a really busy office there's two of us in two staff members there's John Hurley who's the CEO and there's myself then who is the um, admin uh, person if you like so administrator stroke business development manager so my job is to um, develop relationships with the the members and um, provide the services that uh, well the Chamber provides the services that um, businesses don't have the time or the energy to do. So my job involves uh, the base administration, the accounts, the uh, bookkeeping, but also looking after the gift vouchers scheme, the export documentation service, the weekly newsletter, uh, our, uh, working with Ashling, our social media uh, guru. Uh, we also then do the golf classic every year and the annual business awards in November every year. So it's a very busy job and um, every month brings a new challenge and a new, new opportunity.
0: What do you value most in a
3: colleague? I think uh, that th- I value most would be respect. I think, uh, yeah, to, to get to get respect from your colleagues, I think is is a huge advantage. And um, how would your colleagues describe you? Fair. I hope. <laughs> I hope that they would like. Yeah, I'd like to think that they'll think that I'm I'm fair with everybody that I work with. How do you deal with setbacks or overcome challenges? Well, when I was thinking about this question, I uh, went back to my dad, um, who my dad's my dad is a source of great wisdom and advice. And. his one item of advice that I'll always remember is: the first thing is the first thing to do when you when you um, when you're faced with a setback or a challenge or whatever is the first thing to do is nothing. Absolutely nothing. Take a step back and nine times out of 10, the solution will present itself. So not to get too worked up about it at the start, just take a step back, take a breather and um, it it has a tendency to resolve itself. But other than that, always to accept that not everything is going to work out for you um, and that everything is a learning situation. What has been your proudest achievement in your career? overseeing the opening of the garden and the third house in Roth House and garden uh, when it came back to life after um, a number of years of the, the Renaissance project. What advice would you give to people starting out in their careers? It goes back to the other two questions that you asked me. Respect your colleagues, be fair to everyone and maintain a good work-life balance. And how do you like to relax, routine? I read, yeah, and now I, I walk the dog. Uh, What is your favourite holiday destination? There are so many. This is such a difficult question. There's so many places in the world, but uh, we do love to go back to Nice and we're going back again this year. So we're looking forward to that. What has your life in business made you realise? That it's all about the people. Um, the The people you work with, the people you work for, um, so, particularly in the chamber, my colleagues, uh, my board members, the um, the members themselves, uh, it's just it's all about people. Is what makes businesses operate what business book would you recommend and why? I'm going way, way back on this one because I'm not a great reader of business books, but the one I did read at the time was Crowning the Customer by Fergal Quinn. And I'm talking, we're going back to the 1990s, but I remember going to hear Fergal Quinn speak about his book and buying the book from him. And uh, again, it's about the customer is king and you do everything you can to make the customer experience a good one, no matter what area you're working in. Tell us something about yourself that might surprise us. I have seven (laughs) step-grandchildren.
0: What is your favourite piece of
3: music? That depends on the mood uh, that I'm in. Um, I have a very eclectic eclectic taste in music. I've recently rediscovered Shania Twain, who's great for housekeeping too. Um, I do love piano music as well, any type of piano music. But in reality, it's always been Neil Diamond for me. Neil
0: Diamond, the artist of choice of Rosine McQuillan there and our latest guest on 20 Questions. We're going to take a quick break now, but we've lots more to come, so don't go anywhere. This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell.
1: With thanks to the Carlo and Skilkenny Local Enterprise offices for business financial supports and mentoring services. For more information, see localenterprise.ie.
0: You're very welcome back to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. I'm Deirdre drummy filling in for John Purcell. Now, earlier Minister Neil Richmond, Minister of State at the Department of Enterprise, Trade and Employment, visited a number of companies in Kilkenny and Edw- Edwina Grace caught up with the minister. Announced during the minister's visit to Kilkenny was Taxback International's strategic partnership with WTS Global. And Edwina spoke to Terry Clune, CEO of Clune Tech and founder of Taxback International. Joe Healy, Chief Commercial Officer with Taxback International and Jurgen, Jurgen Schulz of WTS.
1: Minister Neil Richmond, you've had quite the varied visit here to Kilkenny, over four hours, three stops and a variety of different businesses you've gotten to see.
4: Yeah, it's a really excellent day here in Kilkenny, going from our, our crafters and our designers in the city um, to Klune Tech, who are employing 1,500 people around the world, to here in Callan, where we're hearing very real challenges of small businesses in provincial towns. It's a story familiar to many, but Kilkenny's a very special county. It's got so many amazing businesses, so many reasons for people to visit here. And I was delighted to go away with really real genuine issues that we in the government can work on to help people do business more easily to help um, people access businesses more easily and to get more and more people going physically through the doors of these businesses after being locked up for two years of COVID.
1: You had a lovely tour at Kilkenny Design Centre they're celebrating of course their 60th year this year you got to meet the craft makers there onto the fintech uh, side of things with Taxback and Tech, and you were there to witness a significant signing with a, a German company here in Callan a very robust conversation um, their fears centering mainly around what they call the urban rural divide you think that divide is more generational than that?
4: I think so like ultimately people aren't using cash as much anymore um, but we have to make sure that there's a transition we're not trying to get rid of cash from society the banks aren't the government aren't, aren't but we want to make sure people who are maybe of an older generation or not even necessarily of an older generation but want to use cash can still do that but can also still access their banks and can access financial institutions such as credit unions and in post offices for their daily business and then for the big occasions, be it a mortgage, a loan or whatever else. So whilst things are moving on, we have to make sure that the times move with the people and that's where government has to step, to step in to make sure the services are there.
1: And can government do that? Can you realistically uh, achieve something for uh, people to allay their fears? I mean, we heard today a lot of people in Callan saying to you they feel abandoned by government.
4: Well, I certainly think we saw the response in the summer when AIB was due to close their branch here, the fact that it stayed open. But crucially what government is doing just this week in terms of the credit union bill is something putting the heart of finance into communities through credit unions in towns, villages and cities across the country of all sizes. That's where government is really putting facilities and services for people, for businesses uh, of all sizes and shapes.
1: Uh, wearing your retail hat, we've seen Argos uh, take the decision to move out of the country. We have branches of course in Carlow and Kilkenny. With the removal of that retail option is government government making moves to fill the gap that's going to be there and, and maybe to help the, the staff that are going to be left
4: unemployed. Yeah absolutely and, and both in Carlo and Kilkenny we saw the day after the Argos announcement, Mr Price offering jobs to those people, we have effective full employment in the in the economy. Last year state supported companies um, created over seven hundred jobs in Kilkenny alone. We have an opportunity to make sure that what was a failed model in Argos and they had they took a different approach here than they did in Great Britain and that's why they're they're closing up um, that we are making sure that the statutory commitments to those workers are met. It's nice to lose your job, but they are seeing their commitments met. They're seeing very generous packages, but that the training and recruitment opportunities are there for those people. And anyone in Carlow or Kenya or otherwise who has lost, sadly lost their job in Argus, they will walk into a new job tomorrow in retail or in a related sector.
1: Finally, Minister, and I know you're making your way to Cork for your last stop off for this evening, but just to, to ask, I suppose, with all of the businesses you've seen today the potential for global markets from such a small county as Kilkenny in particular where you see the uh, Taxback and Tech signing up with a, a German company it seems quite remarkable from a small county doesn't it?
4: It's a very innovative county and we've seen that both from Tech, who signed a, a contract today with a German company that will see them service a hundred different countries that's a massive global reach but equally in the design centre we met Silversmiths and ceramics um, crafters who are exporting as far as Japan but crucially within the European single market here in Callan we're seeing the shopkeepers bringing in goods much cheaper from the European single market that people here in Kilkenny need we are at a very central point in the country but we're also at a central point in Europe and the opportunities going forward for the businesses in Kilkenny are absolutely massive and government wants to be there every step of the way
1: CEO of Tech and founder of all of this I suppose world behind us Terry Clune, you must be a proud man. Yeah, We're
5: delighted here today. We're announcing a deal with a
1: very large German accountancy firm
5: who's decided to use our software. They're one of the top accountancy companies across Europe and uh, it's a credit to all of our team who, during COVID, I suppose we started building a new software in our business. When a lot of other people had a lot of other challenges, we kind of focused on building something new and uh, we're announcing today now uh, this first massive huge customer who's decided to to partner with us across the world to, to use our software. So it's a big, really big deal for us, our team here in Kilkenny, where it's been built, developed, right across a multitude of different people from design, from technology, from sales, from tax expertise. So we're very, very proud today for uh, for our team.
1: You've achieved an awful lot here, and you can see some of the fruits of that here at this base. Yeah, well,
5: we're, we're delighted here today that that uh, Minister Richmond, uh, Minister of State for Business, came and uh, uh, saw uh, the signing of our deal and was here present. I suppose it's not often a German, a very large German company, would travel over from Germany to to sign here in Ireland and here in Kilkenny um, and it was great that the Minister would come and support us in that regard. Um, I suppose we have a couple of really positive things happening today actually. We're we're lucky that we have 30 TY students in with us for this week. Very, very capable students right across all different spectrums who are here with us for the week to learn about what it's like to be involved in business. um, The legal department or the HR department, all the different functions that go into building a business and uh, delighted that the Minister was able to meet them here today and give them a few words of wisdom and uh, also Mayor David. Fitzgerald and John Paul Phelan were here as well so yeah, it's, really, it's really positive to have the support like that
1: and you've great support from your staff and crew here as well what do you think is the secret of the success because this this company your companies seem to just go from strength to strength
5: thanks very much Adrienne. very often when you're on the insides it doesn't really look or feel like that yeah but I appreciate it. what you say uh, success in anything is really down to the people behind you people who are that go into making it all perhaps let's say more of the face of it but there's a tremendous amount of skill behind our business all the different ones that so many really good people are contributing and to make it all happen. There's no I in teams, not what they say, mm-hmm. but there certainly isn't in our business. And it's a credit to a lot of different people bringing bringing their abilities together to make to make success.
1: And Kilkenny, um, where you're headquartered, you find it it's, it's a good place to be.
5: It's the best place in the world to be. I really believe that. I used to travel a bit pre-COVID a lot would work, and when you kind of travel so much, you kind of realise probably and is up there probably one of the best countries in the world to be from a climate, from a water, from an air, from all of those different things, but when you live in Ireland, in my opinion, there's very few places in the world in in the country that are as good as Kilkenny. So for us who live, who are fortunate to live here, we probably live in one of the best places in the world.
1: What makes it so good, do you think? I
5: suppose it's just a wealth of different things that go into it from the phenomenal protections people have of the old buildings that are here that makes it such a beautiful place and the the attitude of the people here. Proudly, quietly confident kind of people that don't need to talk too much about their successes in sport or and then I think it's just their success kind of precedes them and is, is there they, they don't need to share too much about it. it's a combination of that a lot of things work quite well here with local government to kind of respond to you know the needs of business and the needs of when people f- for the, the, the one way street and it, there's a lot of debate about that but mm-hmm. it seemed to come into play and I think a lot of people seem to have bought into it and uh, people seem to work quite collaboratively quite well together it's a phenomenal place to bring up kids I've been very lucky I've got five kids here who are all fit and healthy and they're all teenagers and, and with their own headaches so that that brings but uh, yeah it's, it's a really good place to, to live and work.
1: Finally, what's next for Tech and for uh, Taxback International? I suppose we intend now
5: with this launch of this new major customer WTS in, in Germany, uh, intend to, to to build off that and to bring in more business and to, to sell the software that we've just built to many more large firms across the world and uh, yeah, continue doing. I suppose two steps forward, one step back. We're making
6: progress. My name is Joe Healy. I'm Chief Commercial Officer with Taxback International.
1: Must be quite exciting to be in that role uh, in a company like this.
6: Absolutely. We've been uh, working hard for a very long time, developing a global partner network and client base. And now to build on that with an amazing new software platform that's going to disrupt the uh, industry is a fantastic feeling. And we see nothing but bright skies ahead.
1: And tell me about that vision, the bright skies ahead. What what do you see happening?
6: So powered by uh, Comply, WTS have just endless possibilities. Uh, They're one of the biggest, uh, for, in the the globe that offer a fully managed compliance solution to their customers. They have 95% of the top uh, multinationals in Germany counted as their customers and to think that those customers VAT returns will be prepared and filed using technology developed here by a company in Ireland in Kilkenny is just really, really exciting and uh, it's just phenomenal really.
1: When you say that you can tell the pride coming from you and and indeed from, from all of the others today but I specifically I think I overheard you calling this an amazing day earlier.
6: It is an amazing day because I've been with uh, Taxback International and ClunTech for 14 years. I have lived here in in Kilkenny originally when we were getting the company off the ground and moving into the the VAT. So I've seen it grow from very humble beginnings to where we are now. My youngest daughter was born here in Kilkenny over in St. Luke, so I have very strong ties to the place. And even though, even outside of that, just uh, being part of this company, being part of this culture, uh, it's very collaborative, um, very Friendly, and to see it succeed is is what I'm very passionate about. And when we partner with a company with a similar culture in Germany, at WTS, it's uh, just an amazing feeling to, to think that our,
7: our, our options are limitless. Uh, Jürgen Scholz. I'm one of the board members of WTS in Germany and WTS Global.
1: And an exciting day for you guys too.
7: Absolutely. We signed an important contract for our customers in order to improve our VAT compliance delivery.
1: And why did you decide to link up with this crew here?
7: Because It's basically the best technology available on the market, so really impressive.
1: Are you excited about the future?
7: Always. No, I I, I think with Weeders, there's the vet in the digital Age program coming up. It's exactly the right moment to invest in technology and to improve processes.
1: And what has been your impression of uh, Taxback? How did you come to, to know of them and how did you see their work
7: rolling out? Well, I think they managed over time really to develop a great software tool to impress the clients, to see the needs and then to make everything possible to solve the actual issues of a tax department. And and that's that's impressive how they manage with a relatively small team to compete with all the big American multinational companies and and really to develop the best tool on the market.
1: Did that surprise you that a a company here based in Kilkenny uh, could do that?
7: It's always surprising that small companies just bright ideas and cool people can can really work on such a market. So, I mean, not only here in Kilkenny, but but also I think when we go to Silicon Valley, we see small companies with bright ideas who manage to bring it into the market. So, in a way, it is surprising that you can compete with others who are already for 50 years in that market.
1: You've made the trip to Kilkenny today. Um, You're here at the headquarters. Will you be back or do you envisage there'll be a a lot more trade missions? Uh,
7: Sure. Uh, We have already identified other opportunities to cooperate, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that I will be back very soon.
0: Dwyna Grace there bringing us all the details from Minister Neil Richmond's visit to Kilkenny earlier today. You're listening to The Bottom Line on KCLR. I'm your filling in for John Purcell this week and coming up after the break we'll be hearing more about Powerhouse Women in Business Network. Don't go away.
6: The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. With thanks to the Carlo and
1: Kilkenny Local Enterprise offices for business financial supports and mentoring services. For more information see localenterprise.ie
0: You're very welcome back. Deirdre Drummy filling in for John Purcell this week on the line. Now, Local Enterprise Week begins next Monday, the 6th of March and will run throughout the week with events planned across Carlo and Kilkenny, as well as online. And as it is also International Women's Day on Wednesday, the 8th of March, I thought it would be a good idea to catch up with Melissa Doyle, Business Advisor at Carlo Local Enterprise Office and Coordinator of Powerhouse Women in Business Network, along with Nora Ryan, Owner and Managing Director of Barrow Consultancy and Training, to talk to us about the Powerhouse Digital Marketing event to mark International Women's Day. You're both very welcome to the programme. Thank Thank you you very much, Deirdre. Uh, Before we uh, chat a bit more about the event that's planned for next week, um, Nora, going to you first, you're Owner and uh, Managing Director of Barrow Consultancy and Training. You'll be one of the panel's uh, speakers next week at the
8: event. Um, Tell us a little bit more about your business. Uh, Okay, so my business, we're based in Bagnellstown, it's Barrow Consultancy and Training and we provide QQI Level 5 and Level 6 accredited training in healthcare, childcare, uh, special needs assisting, management, uh, hospitality, health and and safety and also construction studies. Very good and that
0: training, Nora, that you provide, that's for anyone, so be it a company, an individual, if you want to upskill?
8: Everyone and anyone. So we have what we would call open courses, which we run for individuals who book with us directly. Uh, We also do a lot of work in corporate companies, um, in-house training, in-house management training, manual handling, health and safety. And then we also do a lot of work with the education training boards. Okay. And um,
0: just to give a little bit of background on, in terms of your own, I suppose, journey to becoming a
8: managing director and owner of that business. You joined the company in 2015. 2015, January 2015. I uh, left. I left the previous employment that I was in in Dublin, and I joined Barrow Training, and uh, knowing absolutely nothing about the training industry. Um, so I had. I've had quite a learning journey since I since I joined them. Um, it's. It's. It was a wonder it's always been a wonderful company to work for. Um, and when COVID hit, uh, the previous directors Marion and Joe Manning decided that they were going to retire, and I took the opportunity to. To purchase the business from them so in July 2021 I became the owner and managing director of the company okay um, and
0: Melissa from the powerhouse women in business network point of view um, give us a little bit of insight into the network what it's about tell us more about it
9: Thanks, Deirdre. So, um, Powerhouse Women in Business Network is facilitated by Carroll County Council's local enterprise office. It was set up in June 2021 and I suppose the the background to it was, it was there to support female entrepreneurs, to help them promote their business, learn new skills, uh, build networks, meet like-minded people like themselves who may be, you know, finding challenges within their business and also to encourage business development. Um, I suppose, as a standstill still, we're there to support and empower women from all walks of life to grow, thrive, and succeed in their business. Especially from a part as the Leo as well, there's yeah. there's that support there also.
0: Yeah, because obviously you're a business advisor with
9: I am the local yes.
0: enterprise office in Carlow as well as being the coordinator. I am, yes, yeah. Um, and Nora, just coming back to you, you said you um, got the opportunity to purchase the company in uh, 2021, and that's when the Powerhouse Network was established as well from your point of view, Nora, like the benefits of having a network like that available what, what is it like from the point of view of a business owner
8: I, I can't Deirdre, I can't stress enough the importance of uh, being part of an organisation like this and, and a, a network of, of uh, female entrepreneurs and like minded um, business people uh, the mentoring you you can avail of there's so many mentoring coaches that you can talk to in ter- in any, asp- for any aspect of your business uh, the Leo team themselves are all in hand if you have any questions or you need anything any facilities it's been and it's been a marvellous um, journey getting to know other women and other like-minded entrepreneurs in in the Carlo network um, that are, you know, have been are setting up their own business or they've been in business a while, they're established. I've got to know many people and met quite a few new friends on, along the way. Okay. Um,
0: Melissa, just from the network's point of view, again, I, I, I think when we were talking about uh, the event coming up and we were talking about the network growing, you were saying it started out maybe 10, 11 people attending events. Absolutely. Your last event, you had how many people? We had 50 women in okay. the
9: room. Yeah, okay, which so was absolutely brilliant. It grew. I think COVID was a, a massive factor within... Um, the network at the very beginning and I relaunched the uh, Women in Business in March 2022 um, with a whole new logo and um, it just grew completely from there. So we had our first powerhouse picnic in the June and that was absolutely an amazing event. So that really did spike uh, the attention of a lot of people and has grew since then. Um, And for the event coming up next week, what can people
0: expect from that?
9: So next Wednesday the 8th, we have um, a lovely panel discussion, starting off with the lovely Nora Ryan, um, who is here with us this evening. Annette Fox, um, the CEO of uh, uh, Carlow County Development Partnership, and also myself on the panel, with Joanne Sweeney, um, MC, who is the founder of the Digital Training Institute, who will be giving her expertise on training to the people.
0: Okay, and if people want to check that out, where is the best way to do that? So
9: the best place to do that is if you log on to the Local Enterprise Office Carlo website or you can click on the links on our Facebook pages or the LinkedIn page.
0: Excellent. And Nora, just to come back to yourself, obviously you are one of the panel members um, but you've won a myriad of awards. I know uh, we played a clip that news had, had you had spoken to Sinead Birkin News but the Guaranteed Irish Awards are coming up for you. You're shortlisted in the professional services category that's on the 14th of March
8: yeah and uh, the 14th of March very excited for that was very surprised to be shortlisted uh, in the Guaranteed Irish Awards and honoured and humbled and looking forward to the day and it just it's great to be uh, in the presence of such uh, large companies and where we will be then
0: okay brilliant well look uh, unfortunately that's all we have time for on the program week um thank you very much to both nora, uh, nora ryan and uh, melissa from carlo local enterprise office Um, Thank you to all my guests this week, to Edwina Grace and Etna Quirk for their contributions to the programme and to Martin Bridgman on sound. Remember, if you have any comments or ideas you'd like to get to us, you can email The Bottom Line on kclr96fm.com or if you would like to listen back to this show or any episode of The Bottom Line, search for The Bottom Line on Kclr, the Apple Store, Google Play or Spotify. Matt O'Keefe and The Farm Show are up next. So until next week, stay safe and stay tuned to Kclr.
6: The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell.
1: With thanks to the Carlo and Kilkenny Local Enterprise offices for business financial supports and mentoring services. For more information, see localenterprise.ie.